Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour with your host, Gene Hodge. He's a training consultant and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He's taught computer and information technology courses at Quinnipiac University. University of New Haven, and Roxbury Community College. He has enabled over 800 individuals seeking employment to gain enjoyable employment. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling to over 1,500 individuals in outplacement for companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Byrne Morin, Pinellas Technical Education Centers, and Bay Pines Veterans Administration Hospital. Gene earned an A.S. degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a B.S. degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, and a teacher's certificate from Westfield State College. Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Pusatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College. And now, here's your host of the Employment Opportunity Hour, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. I'm your host, Gene Hodge, and I'd like to have you think about getting ready to find new ways that you can find employment. Purpose of the show is to provide some innovative ways that you can take the skills and abilities that you have and find something that you enjoy doing. And by you doing that to increase productivity and morale for you, as well as for your employer. And if we broaden that to other people, we could do that for an entire workforce. So the purpose of the show is so that you find some other ways that other people have done it, and we bring people on the show. The reason is because right now, in America, we have a problem. There's a ton of people that are unemployed, and we're broadcasting out of the greater Tampa Bay area. The unemployment rate's kind of high down here as well, and we want to offer you some solutions that probably nobody else is talking about out there. I want to be the one that will provide you with some solutions. Anyway, so we have some guests on our show tonight, as usual, but uh, we're going to talk about the purpose of networking tonight or the importance of networking. And the individuals I have on my show tonight are individuals that, through networking, I'm going to say we have found a way to find a way of helping each other, which is what I'm going to suggest is all about. Yes, all of you that are out there at these places filling out applications and sending out resumes, I'm going to suggest that you just stop that because most likely if you've been doing it for at least a week or more, you already got your results. 
And the results are probably you didn't get too far and you're just doing the same thing over and over again. And I'm going to suggest networking as being the mode by which you can find what you want, especially in today's times. Anyway, so on the show tonight, I got a person. I'm just going to say his name is Eddie, and uh, I'll let him introduce himself in a minute. And Eddie, how are you? Uh, very well, Gene. Just a little nervous. That's okay. That's okay. I used to be nervous, too. And you can't tell whether I'm nervous or not because you don't know if I'm fronting or not. Now, I also have another guest. His name is Joe. Joe's been on the show before, but, but Joe is here because the way he got here was through networking. Ready. And so, Joe, how you doing this doing evening? Doing all right, Gene. Good, good. And then we have our trusty host and our producer. He's always available to keep me informed, and that's Lee. And Lee, how you doing this evening? I'm doing very well, Gene. Um, thanks for good. asking. Good. Okay. Anyway, so so before we get started, what I'd like to do is have you get your pens and papers ready, and I want you to think about if you got a question for us. Then I want you to call in. So let me kind of set the stage for that. First of all, here's the formula. The formula is, in order for you to find a job of employment, is to write down five things that you're good at doing and to write that down whenever you get a chance. Then write down five more things that you're good at doing, but you're good at it because you got exposure from your the workplace or from your past employer. Now, <laughs> Which means, in other words, if it hadn't been for your employer who exposed you to some skill or ability that you found out you got good at, now you enjoy doing it and you're very good at it, in reality, you can thank your employer for giving you that exposure. Then the third thing is to write down five things that you enjoy doing. And then from that, I want you to circle the top three that are the highest priority for you. And by doing that, those words that you wrote down become what I call keywords. And you can take those words, go right to the Internet, to any job search engine such as monster.com, indeed.com, career builder, any of those sites, and just type in the words you wrote down. And when you press the enter key, all of the job titles will pop up. Anyway, so that's the formula. And the reason I'm going to say that is because we just had elections all around the country, and everybody's talking about jobs. And I don't believe they know what they're talking about because they don't know what jobs are. And you should ask all of them, what jobs are they talking about? You know, so that's that's what I want you to think about. Once you press that enter key, you will find out job titles because I don't think there's any way they can know what titles other than just using that general term called jobs. And I mentioned on last week's show, if there were jobs available, and if there was stimulus money available, we would have had some results by now. Anyway, so that's our formula before we get started. Now, the other thing is, if you're looking for employment, I want you to call us. If you're willing to put yourself on the line, put yourself on on the radio, we will try to help you find what you enjoy doing. So give us a call if you're bold enough and tell us what you're looking for. And we'll try to help you. And if you're an employer that has a job opening, we want you to call us, too. We'll try to help you find the right person. And then the third thing, if you're a network marketer type of person or someone like that, and you're looking to build a team of people and you want to have some good people on your team, 
want you to call us and tell us what you're looking for, and we'll try to match that up with you. Anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about, and that's that's the way we're going to do it. Anyway, so our guest tonight with Eddie and uh, Joe. Yep. What did you think about the elections? What do I think about the elections? Yeah, I, did you think anything about the election? I thought it fell on an emotional curve, you know, um, fashionable for today's news. Okay. okay. I thought more people should have voted. Oh. Okay. Does it matter which way you vote as long as you vote? Okay. Okay. So 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 that's good to know. We're going to talk about some of that as it applies to jobs. Snap. And and to see whether those those people are going to have some type of of solution. Because I haven't heard anybody talking about solutions, have you? Mm-mm. Everybody's just talking about than jobs. Just, just other than need to create more jobs. Yeah, how? When? You know, I've been hearing about it for two years. I'm two years older. And so, in some cases, people won't hire me because I'm too old. Maybe. Depends on who. Yeah, it depends, depends on, on how. So, some people hire me because of my knowledge, just like they hire you for yours. Exactly. You and you. But it gets you around. You. To, but it gets around being able to be connected to the people that you need to be connected to. Yes. And so. So anyway. So. So. This is what I like to have you think about. And in a few seconds, we're going to get started. So if, if you'd like to make time to give us a call, give us a call, and we'll try to answer all your questions. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour, and I forgot to tell you, the number to call is 727-441-3000. That's for all of you out there. That number, again, is 727-441-3000. Give us a call, and we'll try to plug you in in some way. I guess you were a little more nervous than I thought. <laughs> yes, I was. And so so I get nervous, too. I got an excuse, though. I'll tell you after the break. We'll be right back with it word from my sponsor. <laughs> Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking. Time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be. There's so much hatred, war, and poverty. Are you interested in the thinking skills that you'll need on your next job? Do you wonder about what your next employer will value? In obtaining and maintaining job opportunities, you should realize that strong thinking skills are necessary. You need to identify the available job, analyze a problem on the job, find options for action, make good decisions, organize your work effectively, use logic to solve job and related problems, set up good working relationships with fellow workers, and lots more. But thinking skills don't come naturally. We need systematic training to get and use these skills with maximum effect. An exciting thinking program is called Instrumental Enrichment, and we can help you get training in these methods and also train your boss in how she or he can do the same. For more information, as well as all organizations working with the unemployed and underemployed, go to ICTA website. 
ictaweb.org. That's ictaweb.org. Or call 727-403-9475. Or call 508-527-0460. Anytime, day or evening. Thinking is critical to job success. I noticed a dislocated workers program of which um, Mr. Hodge was the director. And uh, his program was very, very beneficial to me. I really wasn't that familiar with computers. And I was quite concerned about it because I thought that you needed that skill to um, be in the workforce productively. But I realized from his program that it's much, much more than computers. And uh, I learned um, a great deal from the program. And I really don't know how he went about it. Right. And the reason she doesn't know how we went about it is because when we produce some results and you see yourself doing it, and you see the results of it happening, and you wonder, how did we do it? Because it happens it happens with the approach that we use. And the only way you can find about, I'll say the only way you can find out about the approach, you got to come to one of our workshops and seminars. Anyway, tonight we have two guests on our show, and I introduced the person that's Eddie before, and the topic is networking, understanding the... <laughs> The importance of networking in today's times. The job market is, I'll say it's very tight, a lot of people out of work. And the approaches of filling out applications, looking in the newspaper, all that sort of stuff, I'm going to say all of that is sort of like far on the back end. And the way we're going to find jobs in today's times is through networking. There's a lot of jobs out there, but nobody wants to go through the problem of, having a 1,000 people show up for one job or having 100 people show up for one job. And the reason they're going to bring in networking, because networking happens when people see you, people know you, people know your behavior, your presentation style, people know how you look, how you present yourself. All of that happens informally and all of that happens in networking. Anyway, so my guests tonight are here because of networking. And Eddie... I'll just say at some point in line, I met Eddie, and and then somewhere down the road, Eddie met Joe, and somewhere down the road, Eddie introduced Joe to me, and now Joe and I are working some things to, out together, and it all happened through networking. So let me kind of like go back to you. Eddie, welcome to the show. Tell us a little briefly about who you are and uh, just who are you. Uh, welcome, Gene. Well, that's, thank you for having me. Uh, a little bit about me. As I was just talking with Joe, both Joe and I realized we both have dyslexia. Really? Mm-hmm. I stutter sometimes. Did you notice? Not really. Oh, shucks. <laughs> I mean, well, I not. can't use it to my advantage no more? People just remember you. Some, sometimes they remember you about there it. There you go. I remember you, though, about how there you're committed and you're a true believer. Okay, tell us who you are. That, that's the... uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I'm just me. I'm just a regular guy, like from the old neighborhood. And what do you do? Uh, I've been in the education Mm -hmm. uh, field in the Bay Area for about 19 years. Okay. And besides, I've done some teaching. 
Uh, I've done student activities, student government. I've counseled. I've advised. And now I work for a local university, and I help students and alumni Mm -hmm. find jobs. Great. Mm -hmm. And their career field. And you're bilingual. Uh, Yes, I am. Or is it multilingual? Well, I I was rated as a heritage speaker for Spanish, but I've also Mm -hmm. picked up a couple of other things along the way. Great. I have a good aptitude for languages. Great. Can't spell, but I have ability, uh, great ability for languages. Excellent. Excellent. There's an awful lot of CEOs out there. They speak. They can't spell. But mm-hmm. who cares? They hire people to do the spelling. Exactly. Spell check on the computer. <laughs> uh, right. Spell check on the computer. But I was going to say, and one of the ways it's been most effective for me helping hook up my students Mm-hmm. My alumni is via networking. Great. But but a little bit of a twist on the networking. Most people, when they network, they're going out to improve their own utility. They just want to advance themselves. You know, the way I do it is, you know, I listen to what the person, you listen to the individual. Mm-hmm. You want to identify who they are and what they're looking for. And in the process, you want to hook them up. Mm-hmm. If you have the information, like when we met Joe. Yeah, you, tell us how you met Joe. Uh, there was an advisory board meeting at a local mm-hmm. university, and Joe was not an initial guest, but he was invited by another lady mm-hmm. who was a guest. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And super sharp lady, uh, have a lot of respect for her. Um, she actually, I actually got to volunteer and do some resume workshops or help resume assistance at another work, mm-hmm. at another employment fair. And she called. She says, hey, I've got this friend. You know, uh, he's a really good guy. And I, I pretty much – and she started talking. She says, hey, all I need to know is says, you think he's a really good guy. Okay. So one person led to another person that brought Joe along. And yeah, because I trust him. I trust her judgment. Oh, so important. Well, yes, because once we got to so know each other – Exactly. She's another true believer. Yeah. Like you, Gene. Like you, Joe. And that's all – it's all I need to know. All right. So let me get Joe. Joe, Joe, how are you today? Doing okay, Gene. Off a choir over here. Tell us about who you are since Eddie knows you and met you through a contact, and now I know you through Eddie. I, so. ca- I call myself a regular Joe because I do the same thing every day on a regular basis. But and what I own is a, that? I own a commercial real estate company, <laughs> and I also have written two books about prospecting for salespeople. Mm-hmm. And I've been sharing that with with folks to show them how not only to um, find business for their sales job, but also to find opportunities for their employment. Great. And the, the woman that Eddie mentioned um, does that, and she chose to have me help her uh, spread the word. Great. And um, you also do seminars. I do seminars. Right. I, I met her husband at one of my seminars, and I helped him. Met her husband, too. Jeez, the world gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I'm asking these questions is because you all have multiple skills and abilities. You all have multiple talents. And so that that's what makes you up as a person. That's what gives you the experience to get in front of somebody else and tell them what it is that you know how to do. Mm-hmm. Because that's still any question they're going to ask you anyway. What's your background? Anyway, this is Gene Hodger, the Employment Opportunity Hour. If you feel like giving us a call, give us a call at 727-441-3000. And we'll be right back with a word from our sponsor. 
Hi, my name is Larry LaBelle. I attended Gene Hodges, the HodgePodge formula class about a week ago. I think the course did an excellent job at helping people identify their skills and abilities, but uh, more specifically, too, to help them see what they could do in the future, the things that they had not identified before, so opening up new possibilities. And just for that alone, it was excellent. I like his ideas about his, um, his ideas on the approach to job hunting and particularly the aspect of thinking outside the box, which is definitely my, my way of thinking, too. So. The concept is basically a unique concept. Mm-hmm. You take different aspects. You're taking technology in one hand. Mm-hmm. the other hand, you're taking the individual right, and trying to put it together. Right. And through the sessions that you go through, hopefully the individual grows mm-hmm. uh, accordingly. It's a, it's a very self-reflective course. It gives you a chance to sort of look at the man in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a chance to look at who you are and what you have, what you bring to the table, what you, what you have as your package. And some years ago, uh, I had the opportunity to sit down and write down exactly what it is I want to do and develop something that I really want to do, kind of work I think I would like to do. And actually what I'm doing right now is just about as close to it as you can get. Oh, wow. You were saying, you know how society says we should get a good education and we stress about it and should get good training and all this stuff. So what's the difference between a good education and training? That's great. Well, education is the exposure mm-hmm. of many things. And so mm-hmm. our, our school or educational system gives us exposure and knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. However, if I told you, uh, lift the, I can tell you how to write a resume. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how to hold an interview. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how to go greet someone. Mm-hmm. And it sounds easy with someone standing in front of the class that's mm-hmm. telling you that. Mm-hmm. However, you doing it, it never works that way. If you want to create residual income, if your retirement account has been a victim of the recession, then talk to us now. Dental Plus provides a unique business opportunity to share in the second most successful business in the United States, dentistry, second only to a liquor store. With a five-year proven track record, the Dental Plus system has been dramatically increasing patient flow and cash flow to dentists with record-breaking results. Now you can become part of this extremely lucrative industry with minimal time involvement. Please contact us now at 801-916-2600. Again, that's 801-916-2600. Okay, we're back. We're back. And I just got you talking to our our guest. We're talking about networking. But but before we get into really more about networking and stuff like that, uh, Eddie, what what uh, tell us your background. I talked about people having multiple skills and abilities, multiple talents, because I want you out there to understand you didn't get old just by doing nothing. You got old by doing multiple and many things. And so tell us your background. What did you do before? What I did, uh, when everybody, anybody times anybody asks me about my background, I always tell them I'm the first one in my family born in the United States. From where? Uh, my families came from Cuba. Great. The Cuban exiles. Great. Escape communism. And that immigrant, or actually that exile mm-hmm. experience, you know, can forges you. And not just a particular worldview or anything like that, but there's certain life lessons. And one of the life lessons from this is one of the ones from my dad is in this country, we have to help one another. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't help one another, no one's going to help us. Okay, so tell us some of the things that you've done. 
because somebody helped you. Oh, yeah. gosh. Um, all right, we mentioned dyslexia. Mm-hmm. I just thought I couldn't spell. Okay. Accepted it, understood it, you know, not rationalized it, but one thing I couldn't do. But then I mm-hmm. realized I had other skills. Okay, so what have you done? What have I done? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I've washed dishes before. Oh, I have, understood. Uh, I, I, have been a a depart- I have been a department store Santa Claus. I have been a janitor. I have cut grass. I have had to uh, remove wild dogs from property. Mm-hmm. That was one of my worst jobs. I have uh, had a detail business before. It was a, called a detailing business. Right. I've washed dishes. I've been a waiter. I've been a tutor. Um, mm-hmm. I've done, oh, my gosh. I've cleared land. Mm-hmm. We grew up in the country. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, yes. Great, great. I've been a carpenter. I've laid tile, hardwood floor. I've done sheetrock. I've done mm-hmm. framing. Mm-hmm. You know? And now what are you doing? And now I'm helping people find jobs. Great. Now, the reason I ask all of that, because somewhere out there, some people in some of these schools... It's very important for you to recognize how did you gain the skills and abilities by which you utilize to perform. And you can't get that when somebody's telling you to fill out a resume and only go back 10 years. You can't get that when somebody's saying, only tell me what, what you know how to do based on the job, because nobody can tell you how to do the job. Mm-hmm. It comes from all of those innovative usage of skills and abilities that you've been given over time. And one is to be able to work with other people. Great. Great. You know? Joe, how about you? I don't want to leave you out here. Okay. You know? Well, would you, do you want to start from the beginning? I, I delivered wow. papers from age nine. About 30 seconds uh, worth. 30, okay. <laughs> okay. We'll go back to, I was a bellman at a, at a mm-hmm. hotel in Boston. I worked for the telephone company as a telemarketer, and I've sold book printing Office mm-hmm. furniture and now real estate over mm-hmm. the past 26 years. Wow, wow. Yeah, see, I want you all out there to recognize you've been functioning all along, and workplaces are only made up of functions. And the only way you gain skills and abilities, because I asked you to write down earlier what you're good at doing, the only way you gain that is by being exposed to more things that that forced you to understand how to use those abilities. So you... you, you what happens is you become aware of you having them, which means you got to think about it. Everybody's going to ask you what's your background, and you want to be able to tell them the things that you've done. Now, the key to all this is that you couldn't have done it anyway unless somebody chose you, which meant most likely they knew what you had before you knew you had it. That's the importance of, of telling your background. It's very important to understand how did you gain those skills and abilities and experience in the first place. Somebody's been choosing you. And the worst thing you can do is let somebody who hasn't been through your experience tell you what the experience was like. And the worst thing you can do is let them, is to have an interviewer tell you all they want to know is about you and you didn't ask them about them. Because the only way they got to their position was going through several different jobs. Mm-hmm. which means you've got to ask the question because it happens in the interview. Anyway, but Eddie, let's get back to you, Eddie, because I know you're a 
networker. Eddie's connected out in the greater Tampa Bay area and probably all across the state. And uh, uh, overseas as well. And overseas as well. What 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 it is what do you like doing? What turns you on? What makes you do it? I'm a big overgrown boy scout. Bottom line. I okay. love helping people. You like helping people. Yeah, but it's also at the same time at the end of the day, you can take a look and think of you can see what you've done that day. Mm-hmm. You know, you've helped somebody out, you've hooked somebody up. Mm-hmm. You know, you've helped make another taxpayer, if you want to think of it that way. Okay, okay. And then they pay you to be able to help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to help make a positive difference in people's lives. Great, great, great. We all talk about we want to help people. That's like the general term. I ask you, what do you want to help them do? You know, what do you want to help them do? Because it, it comes down, since we all since we all have a unique set of skills, those unique sets allow us to do something that somebody else can't do. See, so what, everybody wants to help people. Most people do. Yeah. You know, so what do you want to help them do? And, Joe, you were talking about connecting earlier and being the connector. Uh, you know, what, what turns you on about what you do? I just I think possibilities exist every day, and, and the chance that you can walk into them every day is unbelievable to me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My friend Roger says that I my world creates in front of me every day the way I think. And huh? it's just going out and visiting it that excites Percep- me. Perceptions are reality. Uh-huh. Perceptions if, are reality. If you perceive it's going to be a good day, it's going to be a good day. If you think it's going to be a sorry oh, sorry, a sorry day. <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> I caught myself. There's no tears on radio. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, we can't see you. The second thought, we can see you. Yes, you anyway, can, but no. But if you think it's gonna, if you think it's not going to be a good productive day, then it's not going to be a good productive day. Okay, it's something to learn. You keep a positive mental attitude. And you think that we could do that if we got people to look in the mirror at themselves and think about what they're good at doing, and they can actually go create a job today? Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that you don't know where to go. That's where the networking comes in. That's and where the guidance is, comes in. Networking is vital. Uh, example, when I was advi- when I was being an advisor, when I was advising and counseling students at a local community college, I'd always tell them, says, before you take a teacher, go and meet him. Mm-hmm. Introduce yourself. Tell them, hello, my name is Eddie, you know, and I'm interested in taking your class. Some of them are going to be like, you know, hey, who are you? You know, what's your bone? What, you looking for some easy teacher? He said, you look him straight in the eye and say, no. <laughs> hey. I'm an adult. I'm a professional. I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. You're an adult. You're a professional. You're a human being. You have a teaching style. I have a learning style. I just want to ascertain that my learning style matches your teaching style. And go meet people. Exactly. Because you know what? It, it, it's all about they've got to know you. And in larger organizations, in larger groups, you know, you want to move from being a number to being a physical human being. And the only way you can do that is by getting in front of somebody. Exactly right. It's by getting in front of them. Imagine all these people that are afraid or they don't know. It, it's They don't know. They don't know. They think, well, this is the way we used to do stuff, like in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't get to pick anybody. I just have to go here, and they'll tell me what to do, and I'll go there. No, <laughs> you're an adult. 
<laughs> you are empowered. You make your own decisions. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to choose some, if you're going to choose to work, you're going to make a decision. You're always going to make a decision in what you believe is your best interest. Right. And the best interest is what you enjoy doing. Correct. It's simple as that. Let the other people tell you you aren't good enough. That's the difference between a career and a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess most of us in here have, have careers uh, or jobs. Uh, six of one, half dozen uh, of the uh, other. Uh, uh, I'm still working on that career. Uh, for okay, me, okay. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Ultimately, I would do is just love to teach. Mm-hmm. Because if I could get teach, then I'd do the rest of the stuff for free. Okay, so some of you out there, you heard Eddie just mention he loves to teach. So if you have a need for a teacher or an instructor or a trainer, I'm a trainer. I don't do any teaching. I train people. Anyway, so, so but, but if any of you out there have a need for teachers or trainers, we're sitting right here. And give us a call and let us know you need us. So we could use the fun and we could use the money. Anyway, but but uh, like to have you think about it. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. If you'd like, give us a call at 727-441-3000. I want you to think about coming out and stepping out, looking in the mirror, realizing you got something to go put out there to the rest of the world. And the only way we're going to see it, you got to get out there and show us. Anyway, we'll be right back with a word from our sponsor. I want you to think about it. If you want to maximize your sales results by setting up your territory, a foolproof system for leveraging business relationships to acquire stronger referrals, and to become a top producer in your market, we recommend the Survival Kit Package. The Survival Kit includes a quick start manual, 10 audio CDs, mercenary cold calling tactics for the Sales Jungle book, and exclusive interactive blog access for one year. Blog access helps you set up your goals, create your behavior recognition card, track your activity and share your sales stories with your peers, it also offers an online community of support from like-minded salespeople. To get involved, visit mercenarycoldcalling.com, click on the Survival Kit tab, and place your order. My goal for you is to help you exceed your expectations for this course and to see you at our annual conference. Looking for a job? The Employment Opportunity Hour is offering weekly free employment seminars in the greater Tampa Bay area. To reserve your seat, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Because somebody was telling people to wake up. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Somebody woke me up. And I want you to wake up. Yeah. All you politicians right now need to wake up. Stop lying. A whole bunch of you out there is telling something. It's all probably lies. Harold knew that. You probably know it too, but you won't say it. (laughs) 
<laughs> all right, all right. That was a clip from our last show because we just had elections. And so so all you politicians out there that have been talking about jobs, I want you listeners and you people that are looking for jobs to really start to nail them down. What jobs are they talking about? Because if they're going to tell you to go to school and you got to wait two more years, you're going to be two years older for a job that may be there two years from now, and you need a job right now. So I want you to start asking those people, what jobs are they talking about? And then if they don't know what jobs they're talking about, I gave you a formula earlier, send them to the Internet and tell them to do the exact same thing for themselves so they can get job titles and find out about job titles. But anyway, since, since since we just had elections all around the country, and I thought it was very sort of a nasty sort of uh, election, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're getting to a point to where the citizen no longer knows anything about truth, which brings up a question, especially since it's centered around jobs, because I mentioned in the previous show, uh, we've heard about stimulus money. I don't know anybody who's got any. I know that, that, that we've been waiting two years for people to hear about jobs, and I don't know of any jobs that people have gotten, and I keep hearing all the politicians talking about jobs. And so I, I want to just ask the question while my guests are here, and uh, you out there that may be listening, you're welcome to call and add your comments as well, but here's the question. Is there corruption in the workforce industry? And the reason I want to bring it up, because I get a chance to travel around the countryside and I get a chance to, to, to participate in employment areas. And I know that in my particular area, uh, there's only two or three or four workforce types of places out there. But I know that within the last few years, all of them have gotten caught up in some sort of mismanagement of money. And so my concern is, are people getting jobs? There's a lot of money out there, but where's the money going? So I wanted to get some comments because I don't know where the money is going. Maybe you guys can help me out. I don't know how to answer the question. If any of you out there got answers or you got some thoughts, uh, feel free to give us a call and let us know. But what do you guys think of that? Is there something else going on in the training arena as well? Well, yeah. know, on the local level, I, m- most businesses that I meet are mm-hmm. nice people that are just trying to hang in there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking for relief from government, not not in- entitlement programs to mm-hmm. to um, bleed their revenues. Have and, you heard of any that got any relief? Um. Not really. Right. Not You're yet. a well-known guy too. Not okay. Yet. Not and, uh, yet. I've, I've, yeah. I know some people that work for the various work boards, workforce uh-huh. boards. Yeah. And you, like in any big organization, you have some people who are very dedicated, who are busting their their rear to make a difference in people's lives, and and they're having to face or, or try to work around people up the food chain that make it difficult for them to do their jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but you wouldn't call it corruption. Um, agenda. A, or institutional lethargy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to call no, it just can, like it you, is. Well, we can call out there. There's corruption every place else. And so, so well, I, historically speaking, you know, anywhere you got people, you got corruption. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to say it exists in the training industry. 
That's welcome. A lot of people are suffering. They've gotten training in various programs, but they can't get jobs. And mm-hmm. you kind of like uh, go round and round. They get older and older. It's like an evolving circle. For, or they go you know, from one some. training, or they go from one training program to, right, another, to another, to another, to another. Because the way the funding is based, yeah. You also see this in education. Uh, well, not in secondary education. Mm-hmm. That their budgets are based not on their graduation rates, or not they're on the people in the system, mm-hmm. not on how many people you're getting out of the system. Right? Isn't that amazing? Yeah, so if you want to, you know, like a secondary school, right? when I was working with the community college, you would see people coming out of the high schools, not certainly functionally illiterate, but mm-hmm. basically functionally illiterate. Right, yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of that going on out there. You know, people, people have been, people are being passed through. And employers are looking for people to go perform. Trade schools. I'm a big you know? fan. I remember. Grow, I, remember I don't know if you guys remember growing up. You know, hey, uh, who are the people they sent to shop? I don't know. Hey, well, the folks. Oh well, they're not. They're not college material, so they're going to go to shop. Yeah, yeah, they go to shop. Some, but you need. But the thing is, you imagine. need people with. You need people with with skills and trades. Mm-hmm. You know that can produce something. That can produce. It can make something. And I'm not sure they're getting that because whatever they are getting, the employers are saying it's not enough. Well, I yeah. see. So, so whatever they are getting, and and uh, I just wonder. I'm I'm here to help people find jobs, and you I'm here are. to help people think of some alternative ways to find jobs. And and so I want them to know what else they're up against out there. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, you want them to keep a positive attitude. Yeah, things are difficult, but you know what? You just you stay strong. You stay focused. Uh, you've always got people trying to throw stumbling blocks in your way. Is it, is it people or is it administrations? And, and, well, it's people and, in the uh, administrations. Oh. But it's still, it's still people. But the thing, think of it this way. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. But think of it this way. If people can cross oceans, if people can climb mountains, if they can forge rivers, then they can, make, then they can go around or overcome any obstacle created by another person. Great. Great to have you say that, and it sounds better coming from you than me. I don't know. But actually, you know? I learned that I learned that when I was a young knucklehead a long time ago from a Max Sog major. <laughs> Guy did six <laughs> tours <laughs> with the Arven. But right. you, oh, okay. Now, if I understand that correctly, then we can tell our listening audience out there that just because the unemployment situation may be high, it may not be that bad, and it's definitely not bad for you because you can go create something, go solve a problem for somebody. I was at a I was at a meeting of one of the greater or greater chambers in the area, and the chamber was telling and the folks the data we got from the greater chamber mm-hmm. is that there were this was approximately a month ago that there were forty thousand unfilled jobs in the Bay Area. Why? No wonder. Exactly. Why are you being told there aren't jobs? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there are jobs, there are employment, there's mm-hmm. opportunities. Yeah. It's all in the mind. People believe mm-hmm. there are no jobs. The media tells us there's no jobs, and all of a sudden we think there's no job, and so we sit home. Some people actually go out there and they create and they go make something happen. Anyway, so that's what happens is that uh, people do that. So anyway, so I guess uh, you know, people, people actually go 
make some people go make some things happen. You guys mm-hmm. have made some things happen. The beauty of and, America, it's a free country. You have the free. choice, the freedom to walk out the door and make a difference in your day every, every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And, and you're the one that has to make the difference. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to sit on your patootie and wait on somebody else to make it for you. Dependency doesn't get it done. Correct. Don't complain. Don't, yeah. don't complain about what you're getting if you're not putting forth an effort. Well, a lot of people depended upon the government. You depended upon, you hear all this talk about the stimulus money. People are sitting around because waiting. Some people, because that's what yeah. certain facets of the government want to do is keep people dependent because, you know, hey, you're going to vote for them. You're mm-hmm. going to vote for them. And what they're doing is it's they're, they're eating out. They're destroying what's made this, what, what the potential of this country. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the potential lies within you. It does. Because you all, based on that uniqueness of skills and abilities, you all have something inside of you that says, if I did this, it would solve a problem. Because all work, 100% of all work is based on solving somebody's problem. I remember hearing this when I was very young. You know, I am somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I am somebody. I can make a difference. When was the last, when was the last time you think anybody's heard that? Uh, from the individual who I heard it from, mm-hmm. 1974. Gee, gee. Well, I want to help everybody out there find something. So but, but that's believe- the reason for letting them know they are somebody. You all have something unique. <laughs> Anyway, I hear the music. That means it must be time for us to take a break. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour out there. And if you still would like to give us a call, give us a call at 727-441-3000. And we'll be right back with a word from our sponsor. dislocated workers program of which um, Mr. Hodge was the director and uh, his program was very very beneficial to me I really wasn't that familiar with computers and I was quite concerned about it because I thought that you needed that skill to um, be in the workforce productively. But I realized from his program that it's much, much more than computers. And uh, I learned um, a great deal from the program. And I really don't know how he went about it. Employers, if you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. 
Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. Using our process, over 10,000 individuals, veterans, unemployed, minorities, disadvantaged, disabled, professionals, etc., have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages from programs implemented for the Department of Labor, Regional Workforce Boards, OIC, Urban League, Veterans Administration, Corporations, and five colleges, University of Hartford, University of New Haven, Quinnipiac University, Housatana Community Technical College, South Central Community Technical College, to name just a few. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802. That's 1-888-293-4802. Or email hodgetrain at aol.com. That's hodgetrain at aol.com. Okay, we're back. We're back with our guest, Eddie and uh, Joe. Anyway, we're we're back. And uh, I knew you both had professions. I know you both are out there networking. And I know you basically through networking and the importance of networking. But if you could do what you wanted to do, what would you tell our listening audience in terms of what do you need that would be most important to you? I'll let Joe go first. What would you like to see? Anything out there? uh, Honestly, if I could find groups of young people that are lost with their sales career or lost with looking for a job, I'd just like to talk to them, tell my story, and share what I know. um, When you say young people, what what age group? Oh, I think the demographics would probably be 23 to 35. You call it young people? I almost fit into that category. Or young in their career. They could be young at heart and rebuilding their future. Mm -hmm. Great, great. Exactly. So any of you out there that are looking to rebuild your future, Joe is willing to come out and talk to you about that or something like that. And Eddie, uh, what would you like to see out there? Hmm. I'd like to see more of a can-do belief in people. Mm -hmm. You know, they have to believe in themselves. You know, and that's one of the things we help foster because if you if you don't believe, if you can't believe it's possible, it'll never happen. Mm-hmm. You have to believe. You have to believe. Okay. Okay. Now, the reality is we all believe we want to do something. Over time, we start believing we can. We start believing we can't because sometimes mm-hmm. the people around us, sometimes our environment keeps telling us, you'll never do that, and you can't do this, you can't do that. Next thing you know, you're believing it. A friend of mine in Ebor used to call yeah. it crabs in a pot. Mm-hmm. You ever seen crabs in a pot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So next, if you run into somebody who's being kind of crabby, mm-hmm. you let them stay in the pot. You get yeah. Your, you, get, you, you, get your, uh, you get your rear out of there. Mm-hmm. Because what's going to happen to them crabs in a pot? They you all know, going down together. All going down together. Now, before we run out of time, though, what 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 way could we contact you, Eddie? Best way to get a hold of me would be through my email, e tamayo. That's T A M A Y O. Pardon me at Roadrunner or Tampa Bay dot dot com. Okay, you want to repeat that again? Sure. Just, just e tamayo. T A M A Y O at Tampa Bay dot 
rr.com. Great. I generally Great. get to it really late at night and really early in the morning. Okay, but you will respond, I'm sure. Oh, yes, I will. Okay, Joe, you're the speaker and, and trainer and all that sort of stuff, and you really would like to get out there. How can we contact you as well? Well, mercenarycoldcalling.com is the website for my books and mm-hmm. training material. Uh, phone number is 888-535-8881. Okay. For commercial real estate, my commercial real estate company is turnacold.com. Okay, you want to just repeat that? Mercenary Cold Calling, M E R C E N A R Y Cold Calling dot com. Okay. Eight 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 five three five eight 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 one. Um my real estate company is Turnicole Company and that's www.turnicole.com. Great, great, great. And you all out there know if you don't know, you can always email me. Or just send your email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Do you want to take a real and quick call from Bert in Tampa? Sure, okay. very quickly. Go ahead, Bert. Hey, thank you. I remember when I was a kid in junior high school, at that point, the kids that really didn't have the academics to go to college mm-hmm. were already taking shop and learning vocational skills. Yep. And even in high school now, they took an auto mechanic or shop or other uh courses there was tampa bay tech where you could learn various trades and these people are very much in demand now these are real people yep. that yes, they are. real mm-hmm. uh goods and services for the real economy and the school system now doesn't seem to uh emphasize that anymore they are putting everyone on an academic track it looks like and expect well. them to go back to vocational mm-hmm. school Bert, because they get you know, more money from the state and they're not doing it okay uh, thanks for calling in Bert. okay Bert, thanks a lot i'm going to respond to that very quickly Bert. but this is for Bert and for all of you others out there the reason none of that stuff exists is because people like you and i have changed the policies it's not their fault but i want you to go look in the mirror and truly understand that you can do it your way Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Go look in the mirror and go out there and do it your way. Go tell people what you want. We'll see you next week. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa, St. Petersburg. WDCF, Dade City, Zephyr Hills, and Wesley Chapel. And KLRG, Sheridan, Little Rock, Arkansas.